0: Love, talk
1: Radio. All right, everybody, welcome once again to the SBP. We love to get down. You know, we are a sports talk group, but we love to talk hip hop, entertainment. You know, television, movies, all that good stuff. As always, we come here every week. Sometimes multiple times a week. Sometimes one time a week. But I'm your boy Prime. Source you in the building. Source in the building, bro. so should be joining us here shortly. He's uh, having a few difficulties, but he'll be in the mix. But so we're gonna talk about a little basketball action, um, or a lot of basketball basketball action, I should say. And look, we're down here at the NBA Finals. Um, we're sitting here commanding three to one lead for the Toronto Raptors, and I don't think that a lot of folks thought we would be at the point that we are now. Source, what up, bro?
0: Man, I'm over here once again talking. Ain't nothing happening. But uh, I'm here, bro. I'm here. Ready to come on with it. Come on. Get down with it. Get down. Artifacts.
1: <laughs> I think it's popping off for you today, man. You got a busy day?
0: Everything is everything, man. You know, I'm in here. Just left the house of the Lord, you know, with the fam. Okay. And okay. Uh, just kicking it for the next 30 to 45 to an hour with you, and, uh, you know, do the family things, and then maybe, maybe the jump off of the long-awaited and slowly but finally in the midst of getting started Sourcing Company, first episode, might be able to get that jump recorded this evening, so I'll be happy. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Feeling good, Brian. feeling good. How how you feeling?
1: I'm good, man. I'm sitting there making myself hungry. Been peeping at this Food Network like I seem to do every Sunday morning
0: when they're <laughs> cooking up
1: all these, all these omelets and and steaks and all this exotic stuff. Some of the stuff all I can't right. even cook, and I, and so I'm like, I'm sitting in my mouth all water and knowing during what well I'm, you know, when we get done with this podcast, I'm probably just going to get a a bowl of Raisin Bran Crunch <laughs> and uh, and set it off that way. So. <laughs> But it is what it is at this point, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a good day recording this podcast as well as uh spending some time with the fam. As you know, my youngest son's birthday was yesterday, so um yes, he's a young indeed. man. Yes indeed, indeed. Yes indeed. So we gon we gonna uh, do the movie thing and eat and um you, you ever been to one of the uh one of the, the dine in theaters, like uh, like AMC, anything
0: like that? Uh well I've been to uh Center Bistro, first of all. Word. Happy happy belated birthday to Young Prime. And No doubt. Yeah, I've been to Cine Bistro, I think we went twice. Man, it may have just been one time. But I mean, I don't understand why we haven't been back, like, other than it's kind of high. But, man, I love it. Yeah. Like, dog, the chairs, I was kicking it, chilling. I remember we would, it might be just one time, because we saw, uh, what is it, Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. Uh, what is oh, his name yeah. Book?
1: Is it, was it the ride
0: along yeah. joint? Ride along, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the first joint. And yeah, man, I mean, it was good food. I mean, it was real food. Like I was like, oh, for this, this is how the menu goes? Like it was a real, real menu, real meal, <laughs> and and comfortable chairs. We was we had a good time. We had a good time.
1: Yeah, man, we going to uh, we going to hit up uh, AMC. I always going to call it Ovation, but it's no longer Ovation. It's AMC. And uh, so yeah. it was a good thing because they serve. You know I love it because they serve beer, so I'm uh, gonna have me a couple of cold ones while we in there, and I'll, you know, eat up and hope to enjoy the movie, man, for show. So oh, God. One, Is day one day yeah. Uh We're going to check out the X Men joint, Doc Phoenix joint. You know, we 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 superhero fans over here. I should so already know, we know do. the answer. I'm <laughs> say, you don't know. <laughs>
0: Just want to make sure. Yeah, I you expect. Know.
1: I ain't expecting a whole lot from the movie. Um, You know, It's not getting good reviews, but I I never expected it to be great. But being the superhero fans that we are and the X-Men fans that we are, and I grew up to be, I'm at least going to do it justice and give my money. At least I enjoy the beer if the movie ain't good. you know. True. For sure, for sure. So let's get popping, man. Three to one lead for the Toronto Raptors, man. How in the world did we get here to this point, Source? Three to one.
0: Three to one. I think it's a couple couple of good reasons, a couple of legit reasons. Uh, the main legit reason starts with a K and ends with a D. That'll be uh, Kevin Durant not being able to take the floor in the series. Uh, of course, the injury that they still say is a calf, which I still doubt. But, you know, hey, well, I'm not a doctor. I just dated a Holiday Inn the other night. So, all I know is what I see, and I see Achilles, but like I said, I don't know. I don't know. Just have to wait and see uh, how things turn out. All this day-to-day stuff, I'm not looking for KD to play, personally. If he does, hey, Willis Reed, Jr., Jr. But if he doesn't, man, I don't know what to tell these people. Especially after the the great game that Clay had the other night. Klay Thompson and his return to the floor with the quad injury he was able to uh, to be you know one of the main pieces in the, in the uh, game four yet and still the man the myth the legend the claw the robot for Wild Leonard is still the most dominant factor on the court even with Steph Curry out there, you know, going for forty-seven, a few games back. Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard has been the most dominant factor, as we can tell with with him leading. What he's the he's the first person since Larry Bird to have the most points, rebounds, and steals in a playoff uh, run in history. So if he can pass Larry Bird in in those categories. That would be quite crazy. Or if he can even just maintain and, and stay at the top, that would be that would be crazy. 30-some years.
1: Truly amazing what he's doing. And what I find with this Toronto Raptors team, they're getting a lot done, bro. And they're getting a lot done with maintaining until Kawhi decides, I'm going to really get it going. Like, you'll watch these games. They play such good defense, such good defense, that they're able to stay in the games. Because Kawhi get these points. He'll bust it with thirty-four points, thirty-six points, but they, mm-hmm. they don't always all come early. They don't always come, you know, at the same time. Now he usually has some very good second halves, but if you look at any the of these games, whether they're uh, leading or Golden State's leading, the Toronto's just you know doing their thing, playing good defense, keeping the scoring within reach until Kawhi decides, yo. It's time to lift off and do what I got to do. And he's picking his spots. You go back to game four, and I was steadily watching him. He was letting everybody else do their thing um, for the most part early in the game. And it was looking real good for Golden State. Then after a while, you know, especially second half, your boy Kawhi was like, yeah, it's about that time. And um, mm-hmm. let me make it happen. 36 points, 50% from the field. Five or nine from three point range—that's just like killer instinct. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do this for real. Do this for real. As a lot of cats in the group keep reminding us, like we already didn't know. You know, but Kawhi is for real, man. So this, this is crazy because I'm one of those people, source, that I thought that even without Durant, we would have at least a better series than what we're getting. And that last game, man. Everything going for Golden State, just to have the air sucked out of them, because they're talking real good in the press conferences now where we got a battle. We know what it's like, you know, to be in these situations. We know what it's like, man. But that last game had to be deflating. You know, you come out on fire, playing well. My man Clay, you know, came out there doing his thing, shooting extremely well, especially early, just to fall out flat the way they did. man. they got to be deflating.
0: Yeah, it was rough. Kawhi came out with those two threes early in the uh, third quarter and, and, I mean, it was bombs away from there for, go, uh, for Toronto as far as from the three-point line in that third quarter. But to, you were mentioning Kawhi and picking the spots and it just reminded me of uh, Kawhi back in San Antonio before yeah. Kawhi was the guy. When When some people realized what Kawhi was or kind of, you know, saw what Kawhi was becoming, but not everybody, you know, had acknowledged the fact that he was that dude on the squad. So Kawhi would sit back, and I'm talking playoff runs and, and you know, conference finals and finals. He would sit back, not not worry about getting buckets, distribute with, you know, with the wrestling team, especially San Antonio, you know, they were all about steering the ball and all that good stuff. But if it got to a point where they went down the floor a few times and didn't get a bucket and things were looking bleak or even questionable, Kawhi would get the ball in the backcourt, go straight down the court, and get a bucket. It felt like every time. And I just remember seeing him do that and being like, dang, like he he can, he can just do whatever he wants to do, huh? So he can get a bucket at any point. <laughs> so I feel like now it's just this all coming to fruition in toronto and uh, it's kind of a combination of of who he's been to who he's who he is as, as the leader of the squad i don't need to get buckets i can i know i can get a bucket whenever i'm gonna get my buckets whenever i need to but if y'all get going and then i can get my buckets whenever what are they gonna do rather than me just get buckets all day And y'all sitting over here and I have to rely on y'all at some point and you don't get your bucket in, get no confidence or just not on yet. Nah, y'all go ahead and do what y'all got to do early. Get y'all buckets, get y'all, you know, sell together, which in turn turns into part of playing on defense usually. And the whole mentality, it kind of changes it when when you're feeling on offense. I'm going to get mine. Y'all get y'all and then it's going to be a problem. And Lord, that is what it's been. Major problem,
1: major problem. And you mentioned, like, guys, y'all get yours. We've seen a couple of good games by Siakam. Then he had a game, I think a couple of games ago, he didn't score, but nine. But there was always somebody else to pick them up. Uh, Mm -hmm. We see uh, Serge Ibaka. I cannot express how well Serge Ibaka and how impressive he's been in this series. And some might say, well, he's been in the league forever, he should. Now, he's playing some of the best basketball I've ever seen him play, even in his younger days. You know, that whole supporting cast and the way that, uh, that Nick Nurse is using these guys is, is great, man. So And it's allowing them to do what they do. But nobody talks about their defense the way they should. And that's just the thing right here. We can look at all the flashiness and the buckets that are falling and what Kawhi is doing. But these guys play defense exceptionally well. And um, and, it, and it doesn't help You It doesn't hurt when you've got bodies you can throw at people Especially down in the paint um, These guys are just, there's the issue I thought the other day getting Looney back For Golden State would give him a little more Spark than it did because Looney and the, what they've asked him To do especially throughout these playoffs He's been you know a pretty Big catalyst for all the success that they had But it's just not enough So in your opinion What if anything can Golden State Do Especially short of KD not coming back to get back in this series.
0: Uh, I I really don't know because the the mo has been for them to fall behind and then have big third quarters generally speaking. But they even even in the midst of that, even with that, I think it was with Game Three that came to fruition and. Golden, uh, excuse me, Toronto was able to withstand the, the Golden State run in the third. So, a fast start, maybe. It's going to be tough. Going back to Toronto, the crowd is going to be crazy. Toronto smells of blood and the water. If they... Oh, man. You know what I would hate to see? I would hate to see Golden State get blown out and then Look uh, defeated in the second half. That would be a hard watch. I don't. I don't want to see that. I don't want them to, you know, go off into that good yeah. night looking like some some bums. I want. I want it to be a competitive. I want to see them competitive. Whatever happens in game five, I want it to be a competitive game. I want both teams to come out and play well and make the best man win, but. I really don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer, especially if Serge Ibaka and Van Vliet are going to play as well as they've uh, played uh, off and on during the series. Even Danny Green. Even Danny Green had a big game. Yeah. You know? And Danny Green had a big game since he was in San Antonio, you know, breaking records for three-pointers in the finals. Like, and whatever happened to Danny Green? Like, what happened to his whole offensive game? I could have swore he was decent, <laughs> he's an offensive player back in San Antonio, and then his offense just died. Like, after that after that record-breaking uh, finals, it's like his whole offensive game went to trash. And I don't know what happened. But anyway, right. that's not important. Uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So, uh, but they they doing some baths and bath So doing some some healing waters, some oils, <coughs> all that. And the Bible. They gonna smack KD in the back of his ankle. Get Kenneth Copeland to come smack him in the back of his ankle with a Bible and <laughs> ask the Lord to uh, go ahead and bless that. thing let that man get on out there and uh, be able to function at some percentage. Give him fifty percent. 50%. A fifty percent KD is better than no KD. But if I'm KD. I'm going to sit right here and see how it goes from the sideline.
1: Yeah, do you really risk it, You know, risk that, man? Knowing what you've got at stake at this point. Um, look, you're about to get paid more than likely. you got a big decision to make on where you're actually going. But at this point down, 3-1. And I'm not saying that we couldn't see something miraculous happen and there's this right. comeback and all of a sudden we're sitting at game seven. dog. Nobody would love yeah. to see that more than me more than me but do you risk that so it's like you got a lot on the line obviously the top uh, well the top one or two free agent depending on who you ask uh, coming up here in a couple of weeks with so much on the line unless you got your decision already made up that you staying in Golden State and I don't even know if I would do it then but do you really come back? Do you even attempt to play at this point?
0: I mean, now, I, well, I, I think if if he felt comfortable enough, or if I was him, if I felt comfortable enough that I could function at a at a high rate, I'm out there. But with the with all the things, that, all the outside uh, elements trying to trying to you know seep in between the talk of whether he should from the beginning, from whether he should even have come there to is he the man on that squad, to do they really need him, to maybe they do really need him, but he still shouldn't have gone there, to where he's going next year, (laughs) getting his money, like it's a non-stop, and and that's all without talking about the actual injury, is he even going to be healed enough to play, so, and I'm not mad at him if he doesn't play, but I will say this though, he looked he looked a lot more uh, positive at the end of game three than he right. did at the end of game four. Lord, at the end of game four, when I saw I was like, man, he looked defeated. They looked defeated. I'm sure they felt defeated. And I'm, you know, i sure was just embodying the, the moment. But, dang, he ain't even play, bro. I need you to at least be and make them feel a <laughs> little better. Yo, we got this game five. You know, we free. No, he's like, man. This is terrible. That's what he looked like. This is
1: this is, this is ridiculous. If it's me, I'm thinking, I, I'm definitely not playing the next game. I'm just going to tell you right now. Throw all the loyalty out the window. What well, I'm trying to show them, I've been with y'all the whole time, and I'm down. I'm not playing the next game. So just throw it out the window, <laughs> all right? But now, if somehow Clay and Steph them pull it out, and right. all of a sudden I'm just down 3-2, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm yeah. thinking about it. I might think about it real hard. Damn, I got a chance We can help Titus join up. Now, if Golden State ends up winning game six, and then we go into game seven, then there's probably no question I'm playing. Yeah, I'm like, I'm oh, yeah. 99.9%. I'm going to play then, and forget that. We, yeah. we got a chance to do something, you know, this, and that, that. But I'm not playing the next game, so I don't care what y'all do, what y'all call me, <laughs> what y'all say, talk about my mama. I still might punch in your mouth, but I talk about my mama. I'm not playing. Playing is something. Take that to the bank, so. You know, it's going to be funny. I saw something yesterday, and I don't know if you saw anything where they were talking about where he was going through some type of practice drills or something where they was going to make a determination um, about him playing, you know, and, you know, whether or not he's going to be able to play. And some people feel like if he doesn't make it at this point that we're not going to see him, you know, whatsoever, regardless of what happens. Um, But I haven't seen anything yet. Have you seen anything where they've already declared him out for the next game?
0: No, it'll probably come out this evening. Though it'll probably come out this evening. KD out for Game Five, and you know, then Toronto will go crazy. Drake will make a whole video, and the whole city. <laughs> L- Louis Louis Rankin gonna make another video.
1: Then Buck McLeod boy
0: shut up on Titan Tower. Yo. <laughs> He'd be killing that joint, though. I can't lie. He'd be killing that That joint. That's dude. Crazy. Yeah, but. My dude. Uh,
1: So, look, I'm going to tell you right now, Drake better make the most fire album ever. They won this thing. Like, (laughs) we might be getting some, like, all-time material. And folks say what you want to about Drake. Some people like him. Some people don't love him. The dude is talented. I don't care if you don't like his music. You don't like a singing dude on the record. Drake is talented. I know everything ain't always about money, but he does numbers every time he touches something. We liable to get the most fire album in history, or one of the top (laughs) – I'm telling you, if they win this joint, it's crazy. He left like dog, you want to be the most fire joint? You want to be the most fire joint? What if he – the Raptors it, and he get Kawhi to spit a verse on the joint?
0: Oh, no, stop it, man. Stop. Stop. Stop
1: it. <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> <of> you, yo.
0: <laughs> Woo. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs>
1: That's the hook right there, boy. That's the hook.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy, though, man. But, yeah, it's. it's Hey, I'm not playing if I'm KD, man. I'm I'm, a, I'm not playing next game. I maybe consider considering game six. I'm all in on game seven if we get there. So this is going to be real, real interesting. But uh, we were talking about Kawhi earlier, man. We we talking about Kawhi earlier. And um, I bring this up because for two reasons. Number one, me and uh, one of our favorite group members, our little brother, Juwan, been going at right. it for a minute talking about the greatness of Kawhi Leonard, And he made a post Like I think maybe It was, it was a while ago About, like ago. about how great his, Yeah yeah about how great Kawhi was and, and was he You know should we start talking about him As one of the best And I said I'm not putting Kawhi Ahead of LeBron James And Kevin Durant that, That's what I said right so of course right. he goes and digs. He goes and digs the post up on our the sports bar podcast Facebook page, and kind of bumped the post to see how I feel now. And I told the dude, "I'm not changing my stance on what I said because I'm." And, and the reason I say that, source, I'm not going to be a prisoner of the moment. And I know you might be like prisoner of the moment. We know Kawhi been good. Of course we know Kawhi been good. I'm just not into. Penalizing, first of all, LeBron James, because we know what Le- LeBron is about. LeBron could be slowing down a little bit, but LeBron is that dude, game changer, team changer, has will teams with l- virtually very little, I should say desirable talent on it, to the finals. Kevin Durant. I'm not penalizing Kevin Durant in the aspect of going to Golden State. I mean, that it doesn't make him not great, a great player. Mm-hmm. The decision was his decision. I, I didn't like it, but it is what it is. I'm not one of the people that went crazy about it. He made the decision. All right, this is a new breed of, of youngsters that we're talking about now. And the NBA is not the way it was years ago. So I'm not saying that's a determining factor just because he went there that he's not one of the greatest players in the league. It just is what it is. Kawhi. Kawhi is that dude, source. He is that dude on both ends of the court. And he's having the best playoff run this season and one of the best playoff runs we may have seen in a while since LeBron, uh, other than what the Golden State Cats have done. But I'm not penalizing, in my opinion, LeBron or KD just off of what I'm saying saying right now. Is he in a discussion? Of course. But me personally, I'm still not putting him number one just to be in the moment.
0: Absolutely. But, I, I mean, I, I feel like he's been in a discussion uh, for a while. And I don't know that Juwan even believes his own statement until we had that conversation that day uh, the three of us on the sports ball podcast regarding Kawhi and how much he was on average without Tim Duncan being there in San Antonio. So until that day, I don't know if he believed that or not, but I think he is. He was <laughs> overcome with the greatness of Kawhi at that point to the point where he right. had, he was ready to elevate him above and if if any of these players were not two way players, then maybe Kawhi could spot up there to the top spot. But the top four for me are there well, four of the top five I should say for me are. And the only one is not and I won't see I won't see not a defensive player. He's not a not a formidable defensive player. That's Steph Curry. That's the only player in right. the top five, my, my personal top five at this very moment who is not a defensive player. So Kawhi's defensive uh, efforts definitely put him near the top. But now, even if you just consider just offense, just like a lot of people, you know, when they say James Harden was you know, the best player in the league, anybody who says that um, – you know, he's only looking at the offensive side. Not that he doesn't try on defense that now, like he tries more now than he did before, but he's still not a good defender. So, for me, I mean, it's, it's LeBron, KD, Kawhi, Steph, Anthony Davis. That's it right there. That, that five Word. right there. And four of those five play very, you know, play high-level defense. I know some people say LeBron fell off on defense, blah, blah, blah. Falling off on defense after being, you know, first team all defense and a great defender your whole career still keeps you near the top of uh, overall defenders in my book. So, yeah, LeBron, KD, people are now recognizing him after the last couple years for his defensive efforts and rebounding as well. Kawhi, who has always been – he's been considered, if you said best two-way player, meaning highest level of offense, highest level of defense if you had to like take an average of those two as if they equaled perfectly, like they were perfectly equal uh, components, then he might be the guy, best overall player in regards to offense and defense or best two-way player, I should say I can see that argument uh, Steph, of course, and then AD, who we know is a great defender, great shot blocker, on ball, off ball rebounder all that and he gets buckets whenever he wants to. So that's that's me, man. That's that's how I feel about all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. And you and I are pretty much the same. I did find it interesting though, but I get where you're coming from that you didn't put your boy Giannis in there. And Giannis, I still think for me personally, is still there. He's just there without a jump shot. I mean it it it, it, it is what it is. He's just to me because just his dominance. Now he, got, he got, I don't know if you want to say exposed. You found a team that was able to uh, slow him down enough um, for them to get the victory. But let, let's not be foolish. There's teams that was trying to do the same thing that Toronto did the whole season and couldn't do it. You know, Were there? He just was. Were
0: yeah, yeah, there, yeah. Yeah. there teams that committed to, to, to uh, shutting him down? And, uh, well, as clogging the, the lane.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I I Yeah, there were lots of squads. I mean, I mean, my squad was one of them. I I watched them uh beat the Greats off the Knicks, and and, and your boy there was clogging the lane like crazy, and we still got waxed. But I'm just saying. Right. Yeah, I seen I see them play. I saw them. They were playing. I want to tell you it was New Jersey. It was New Jersey, but he, he got busy, he let it loose on New Jersey. Now they may have not they may not have tried it to the extent as Toronto did, but Toronto's really good defensively regardless. So it I that yeah. helped. But I, I don't think that that was nothing
0: new. You know what I'm saying? I, I I well probably it's probably nothing new, but the level of the first defender might be the difference. A lot of teams don't have right. a person that can even remotely defend, <laughs> you know, uh, Giannis at all. Meanwhile, right. Toron- Toronto has three that can, you know, I mean, he's hard to guard regardless. You can't you stop a one on one, but they got three that can at least give him a hard time before he gets to the extra because you already got to deal with Pascal, Siakam, Ibaka, or Kawhi. So if you're dealing with three, and that's not counting Danny Green just because he's smaller, but you got these right. three guys who have decent size and are, are good defenders that are going to give him a hard time just getting to the lane. Then you add in other defenders that are, that are you know, above average defenders and stick to the script. And, right. yeah, that's the problem that he ran into. Of course, you know, Giannis is that dude. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. But if you needed an offensive player to get you buckets at any point in time, he's not going to be the first person you go to because – can't you know the jumper thing and i'm not you know true, i'm not even true, a big proponent true. of the whole argument the jumper makes you this or that but toronto did oh, expose hell. that so i kind of had to fall back on that whole stance just based on what he did when we all thought that milwaukee was going to uh at least you know to be right there what they were, you know they were right there but toronto was clearly better
1: yeah, so we still we both feel pretty much the same way about Kawhi. Um, our, our list is very similar. A D should be on it. Um, a lot of people when they when they're choosing uh, these top five players, not in our group, because we you you put the question out there yesterday. Um, as uh, since it's uh, since it's a, a moment uh, to moment ranking, let's run it back in order. List the top five players in the NBA right now. You got Russ, Steph, KD, DeBeard, Bron, A.D., Kawhi, Paul George, Kimber, Kyrie, Dame Leonard, Spatter, M.B., Butler, and Luca. right? Majority of the folks in the group, man, actually have A.D. on their list, as they should. Uh, Now, there are a couple of people that we know that not put anybody over top of anybody else, but we know of basketball diehards. And like uh, Chris Lewis, Chris Lewis is one guy in our group that if you even put a picture of a basketball, he all on it, you know what (laughs) I'm saying? He going to find a way to talk basketball, you know what I'm saying? He going to find a way to talk basketball, especially at the pro level, if you're showing a little league clip or your son taking a jumper. That's what, Mm -hmm. you, you know, Chris Lewis, this guy is like basketball, like diehard. He doesn't have AD on his list. Um, I do, our brother Dorian Bryant doesn't have AD on his list,
0: um,
1: and neither do a couple of other people, but a, a large amount of the folks do. And I think a lot of people don't think about AD because we don't see him enough for a couple of reasons. But when you bring his name up, folks are like, oh damn, man, that's right, that's right. Because he is that dude. That's a good chance that's going to change next season as long as he can stay on the court. Um. And other than that, the discussion for another day, you and I agree, disagree, and we've disagreed before, uh, about, uh, about Harden, um, uh-huh. whereas you're not as high on Harden as I am. And I point to one thing, whereas we know what Steph means to Golden State, but he's not the defender. I can look at Harden and say, nah, well, Harden is offensively that dude. When people sleep defensively, at least he does have the fact that he tied for fourth in steals in the league last year, so his effort might not be always all up in your face effort, but he does have a decent defensive prowess to some extent. Um, so that's that's not a slouch number that he fin- he's finished tied for fourth in steals. So if I put that with him offensively, for me he's going to be at number five for me or hover right at it. But you know it is what it is on that. So but we agree on Kawhi, and I, and, and I know. Juwan and I will probably have another discussion either on the page or on one of my uh, SBPS joints I got coming up, and we'll have a discussion. Mm-hmm. But I will remind my little brother, listen to Big Brother. I'm the same one that told you <laughs> about Kyrie Irving, that you fought mm-hmm. me tooth and nail on Kyrie Irving before the season started. And look where we are now. You got teams that uh, – not as excited about them as they were before the season started. And I, I just want to say, I told you. <laughs> I told you.
0: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm.
1: it is what it is. All right, so next up, bro. So we're pretty much done with that. And you got anything thing else on this series, NBA-wise? Because I want to I wanna give these
0: ladies a little props real quick. Uh, NBA-wise. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, we got time. But I can't wait till June 30th. I can't wait. Hey. I'm so excited. Like, I'm always I excited for creation. just because to I like to see yeah. what people decide to do. I find it interesting. And then I don't really care so much for everybody trying to psychoanalyze their decisions afterwards. But, you know, sometimes it's interesting and trying to figure out why they make the decisions they make. So I'm just excited to see how these rosters are going to look going into the next season. And I just want to see where these guys sign. I'm not. I don't care about the money at all. Like I, I don't care if you get max money or low money. I really have. I I don't care. Like that, that'll always be my approach to the the money side of it. I don't care if people get overpaid, underpaid. Like I don't want anybody get underpaid, but I don't care if they get overpaid. You, you, you get what you're worth. You get what you uh, negotiate. Do your best and get your get your money. But to see how these rosters gonna shake out for next year, I'm excited for that.
1: I'm thinking about, man, renting a car because I want to drive my whip all the way up there or uh, taking a plane flight, so like, like spending a couple of days with my little brother Juwan because I know if our Knicks strike out, which is very possible, we got two Max yeah. slots and we strike out and we don't get nothing, I'm worried for my brother, man. I, I, I'm really worried for yeah. it dude. I might have to go up there, buy him some drinks, take him to a comic book convention or something because he's going to be real distraught. Destruct- I mean, I'm going to be upset too. Don't get me wrong, I'm going to be a little hurt too But I've been preparing myself for this Like, you know You see me post a whole lot of KD And no New York gear And this sad and the third, you know I might put a picture too, we might get from Windhorse Or, you know, Ian Begley Or one of those cats, but I You ain't see me hyping up nothing. Closest thing I didn't hype up was a picture of uh, And I ain't even hype it up I just put the picture up there A picture of your boy Kyrie arriving In what looks to be Manhattan uh right. well you know, I think he had a bag or something. I mean that don't mean nothing. He could be going to Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, but I think I might take a, a trip up north. I gotta go to uh, New Jersey, man, and kick it with my brother Juwan because
0: um yeah, I'm a little worried
1: about it, man. a little worried about
0: it. Man. I understand. Pray, <laughs> pray for Juwan <laughs> so we <will> see. hashtag.
1: So <laughs> pray for the Knicks. We pray for Juwan but, Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> the ladies, man. Um, yeah, ladies look, I I'm I'm really excited about what we've seen so far from the WNBA in this in this short time. It's only been what a couple of weeks. But I was a little worried like a lot of folks with all the injuries to these uh these major stars that we have and the, the bright some of the brightest stars that we have we kinda dampened uh the enthusiasm and the hype of the league, but we've had some, some good stuff pop off so far and I just wanted to kick it um, on my end on a couple of things that I've seen that that's really uh, not only surprised me, but I, I'm loving to see. And the first off, is you brought it up on, that last, uh, on the last podcast when we talked about the women, Nafisa Kalia, man, um, I love the way that Coach Reese is letting her play. She is balling. You know, she's had a couple of, you know, two, maybe three double-digit games, but she's playing on both ends. And I, what I, I saw yesterday when they were playing against the Sparks is, as a young rookie in the huddle with all of those veterans, man, all of those veterans, she is not afraid to talk and, and let you know what she sees, what she's going to do, get the team hyped up. I'm loving everything about her. I'm telling you right now, Source, we are probably looking at, Somebody we're going to be looking at probably in the next few years, especially if some of our vets start to uh, call it, you know, call it quits. Somebody's probably going to end up being a top five player in the league, man. I, I really think so.
0: Yeah, she is off to a fire start, and she played well yesterday, as you mentioned. Of course, she took that L to the Sparks, but that's a whole other story. I take it. But, yes, yeah. <laughs> Carl, you look good. Uh, actually, even with that loss, Minnesota is four and two, which is, Kind of a nice. when you yeah. look at no Maya Moore, no Lindsey Whalen, no Simone Augustus. Yes, and right now. the the addition of – well I guess the addition of uh Odyssey Sims. Well that's that's a positive the addition of Odyssey Sims to the squad. So yeah, that would hurt me. That right has there. helped. Yeah. So, with, with Sam playing playing pretty well and Kaya balling out, and and Don's balling as well, they've picked up some pieces that have uh, picked up the slack that that Moore and, and Whelan and the cousins have really left at this point. So they they're four and two, got the most wins in the league. I mean, they they played the most games, but they got the most wins in the league, four and two, and they have looked they have looked pretty good. On the other side of that. I don't understand what is happening with the Atlanta dream. I have no clue what's happening. <laughs> they look like dog, they look like some super duper trash. I've seen them play multiple times and I don't understand I don't understand. It doesn't it's not clicking in my brain. I'm not sure what I'm missing, but something is not right in Atlanta. You can blame it on injuries, but Andrew McCautry Missed games last year, so it's not a surprise. She missed the whole season before that. I believe the whole season. Uh, so playing without her is not a big deal. Not that they were that good two years ago, but as far as last year, they were they were a top squad last year, and Angel played part of the season. But it wasn't just her. I mean, Tiffany Hayes played well, Jessica Breland played well, and Elizabeth Williams. So right now, I mean, Tiffany. Japanese look like some some straight cut, like for real. <laughs> I don't I don't it's know bad. what the issue is. But they look they look rough. They're one and three right now.
1: Yeah, you and I wondered um when the season started when we we mentioned it that we were wondering how they were gonna look. Now I don't think either one of us looked that bad. I know you weren't totally sold on them last year in the little running they made, but I don't think either one of us thought they would look as bad as they looked. They won their first game and then since then, they've lost three in a row, um, and it's and it's terrible. And it's, 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 if there's any positive to it, it's just that it's still early in the season. That's it. That's all right. you can say. Because they look terrible offensively, defensively. Man, they couldn't stop anybody. I'm like cats are just like walking to the basket on them. So mm-hmm. it's it's going to be unless they can find a very very quick turnaround. Um, it, it's Quick turnaround. It's, it's, it's gonna be a long one, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, those definitely some things. I do want to point out though, uh, when I mentioned the of Kalia earlier, her um, in her rookie debut, she had twenty-seven points. You know, that's only second to, uh, to you know who, right? For the best rookie debut ever in a, in a game.
0: Who? Oh, White.
1: White. Wifey, baby. Oh, my it's bad. Lifey.
0: I'm still so sorry. I, yeah, I Come on, man. Come <sighs> on, man. going bad. Don't worry. My I'm going to do, dam-
1: do damage control for you. I'm going to do damage control for you. Yeah,
0: please me. let her know. Yeah. I ain't mean it.
1: Yeah, Candace, <laughs> Candace Parker, 34 points in her in her rookie debut. So uh, so to see what uh, Nafisa did, this is just mad impressive. Um, you know, the 27 that she put up. And she also, I do want um, to note that I remember they were playing, uh, was it Seattle? And Seattle's actually gotten off to a decent start, 3-2 and two right now. But she put up 17 when they played Seattle. Um, had, had a real nice game there, too. So, um, yeah, so definitely somebody we're going to be talking about, to me, is, is a top-five player. But I'm going to tell you something else that's, that's kind of caught my eye. Is uh, we were talking about what we we're looking forward towards the season. And I'm not saying she's going to get it, but I did mention I thought that John Quayle Jones could be in the running uh, when it's all said and done for uh, for the MVP, right? As of right yes, now, indeed. she's fourth in scoring. She's fourth in scoring, source. Fourth in scoring. Only behind Tina Charles, your girl, DeJuana Bonner. And um, who has the third spot? I think it's Natasha Howard, I think, has the third I think spot. It's Natasha
0: Howard. But, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, John Quayle Jones, fourth place. But on top of that fourth place, she leads the league in rebounds and blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah and perfect. I and I thought, yeah, I thought she'd get a little more shine, especially with um, you know, Shanae being going up out of there. But I, you know, very, very impressive. And speaking of um, Shanae, the Aguilera sisters, they're still fast yeah. right now. They three and two, but mm-hmm. yeah, between the two of them, they putting up about thirty a game. So if you gonna try to yeah. hold it down, especially till Candace comes back. That's the way you do it, man. About 30th game, they're averaging a nice amount of rebounds between the two of them. Um, I like the way they're playing. Now, Nekka's had a couple of off games. Um, but, you know, her shot will come. But um, I like the way – I love seeing them two play together. And I was wondering, like, when Candace gets back, I wonder how this thing's going to look. But watching them play, I-, I see how they can make it work,
0: man. It's, it's a fair question, though, because that's – huh. That's a three-headed monster of, of bigs, though. Uh, yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They'll figure it out, obviously. Uh, but I don't know what's gonna happen from there because most squads are are built off of like three. You know, one of them might be considered a four, but it's usually three smaller players and two bigs. If it's gonna be, right. you know, two if, two bigs or one big, but you know, usually two. So you go with, with uh, Necker and Candice, who has been for however long, and they throw Shanae in, in there, or Shanae in there, and I I can imagine the three of them being on the court at the same time, especially because they're all athletic. But yep. I, can, I can also see somebody taking advantage of that or trying to take advantage of that with a smaller squad. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. So, long as long as we get this guard play together, and Chelsea Gray gets a little more consistent. She played well last night or yesterday and uh, hit the big shot yesterday as well. Said a couple of games. Yeah. Link. But she's also had a stinker in there. I know she had at least one stinker yeah. in there uh, the other night. So, consistency is key. And figuring out that point guard, that, like what, what they're going to do with Sydney Williams. Really getting that gig? I don't know. We'll see. I think so. But we can't talk WNBA without talking about my my side piece team. If I had a side chick, her name would what be in Las Vegas. Vegas aces in all Vegas. day, every day. Right now, they're sitting at two and two. But and and it it looks weird. Like even with Liz Cabbage, not even starting until uh, like two games ago, even with right. her coming off the bench. It's a lot to deal with, man. Like, the fact that they don't beat the brakes off of everybody every night, I like I, I can see that coming. Maybe not everybody, but I can see them blowing out teams on a regular basis uh, in a couple weeks. Once they get their thing together, get some more consistency, some time together between McBucket's and Asia and and Liz. When those three get rolling together, it's going to be a problem. And I actually feel bad even though Kelsey Plum is the point guard. She starts and all that good stuff. I actually feel bad for Kelsey Plum because considering she is the leading leading score in NCAA history, right? Yep. How? I don't know. I feel like she is I don't know if she's underused or underappreciated, or maybe she's just not playing as well as expected. But man, she's going to get her minutes stolen by uh, Sydney Colson and Sydney Rogers. Rod, All her minutes are going to be stolen. And then she going to be frustrated. And they're going to have to make a move. Like, I don't even know how Sydney Colson got back in the league. But she, well, I don't know she got <laughs> the league at first. Like, because she, she hoops to me. Ever since she was in college, she, she hoops. So she's back. She going hard, uh, getting. I mean, I think between her, I think she played like twenty minutes a game, right around twenty minutes a game. A guys, you know, got Neraja playing for a good fifteen minutes. So I don't know, Kelsey Plum. Eh, I don't know, man. I, and, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I just worry about uh, her sanity in this whole mix. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's going to be real interesting to see, man. I think they're just trying to figure that thing out. As so it's, it's, it's a lot of teams, I would just mention L.A., um, you know, Vegas is in that mix, too. They just got to figure some things out. People get used to playing together. Like I say, uh-huh. Kekambe, she was a late addition to the squad. Um, they got a lot of bodies. They got a lot of bodies. Uh, down there. And I do think Sugar Rogers, I, th- I think as the season goes on, she's going to become even more and more an integral part of what they do because she can do so much. Um, yeah. and, I, and I like her intensity in the way that she plays. But they got an issue. But, look, two and two, that's a, that's a good thing, I really, to be honest with you, at this point. I mean, it's still early season. The only a couple games back on the links at this point, basically a game out of second place and third place, you know, but, yeah, you, you do got to kind of watch it, though, because the Lynx are playing probably a lot better than we thought they would at this point. The storm, um, injuries and all, they're playing very well. And the Sparks, um, even without Candace Parker, and playing a lot of those youngins down low, um, especially Brown, um, are holding on. And it, it probably going to be even better when they learn to stop giving up leads all the time. But, <laughs> yeah. That, that that West that West is gonna to be tough. Those 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 top four right now in the West, I think it's gonna be a slugfest all the way through. Just pray we don't get no more big injuries, man. And that's, that's all I'm hoping.
0: Indeed, had enough of that, enough of the injury bug throughout the WNBA. And I'm I'm glad, you know, I got I gotta tell you, I don't know if I tell you this, I went ahead and, and copped that league pass too. I've yeah. been on that joint. Yeah. Pretty much every night, like. I, I'm glad I did. I mean, it's only seventeen dollars. Seventeen dollars. all you the games. It. You watch all the games, like all of them. If it ain't on TV, I think it was one that was on TV, and I might have been watching that on the computer as well. But I know the other night, I was, it was one on. now uh, it was it was one on TV, and I had one on the computer. So yeah, it's a good. It's a mean seventeen dollars. Like you can't beat seventeen dollars if you like the WNBA at all, since so few games are on TV. Even though it's more now. And you got the games that are on Twitter as well. But, I mean, that's, yep. easy, that's, easy. that's easy money right there. Shoot, you know. Can't that's knock a, that. That's a like beautiful a, thing. A week.
1: That's a beautiful thing, especially if you're at work, man. Like sometimes I'm at work and you get those crazy one-upside games. Something's popping They pay that one a day and I'm sitting at my desk. You know, them, them days I do desk work. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I, <laughs> I make up stuff to do. Make up stuff. Oh, I got paperwork to do. I'm making up stuff to do at my desk. But, yeah. Yeah, um, it's a beautiful thing. I can always break out the uh, the cell phone or the or the or the iPad and, and pull it. And um, so yeah, it is a beautiful thing. As you mentioned, basically about a dollar a week. That's all it is. So if you love it, you need to get on it. It's, it's a beautiful thing to have. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I got, man. Anything else you got? Uh,
0: no, nah, man. I believe we uh covered the gamut of the sports world as far as uh things that are popping off right now. I guess we can say thank you once again, as always, to the people, to the Sports Bar Podcast group on Facebook that we love, we appreciate everybody keeping the party going on a regular basis. Uh, shout out to all of them Dorian and Cliff and, you know, Randall and Lisa and Nicole and. Everybody, everybody. I'm missing all, everybody. all kinds of people, you know. But everybody, everybody out there representing for the SBP. Don't mind sharing it with your friends. Share the page with your friends because the more the merrier. Like I always say, as long as they are sane, they are welcome to come on down to the game because uh, we got enough crazy people already. So we, had, we matched up oh, with that Yeah. If you come in, I don't think
1: two of y'all can get too too crazy than Brandon Fisher. So, he walks the line, <laughs> Really, he, he walks that tightrope, bro. But um, I, I guess it's a it's a good thing. It's a crazy thing. It, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to all my beer drinkers in the group. I got to shout out my man. Yeah. You mentioned Dorian Bryant. That dude, Dorian Bryant, and we love posting beer here, folks. If you're a beer drinker, you need to get with us. My man Dorian Bryan posted the joint last night, tagged us in it. He was drinking mm-hmm. some, some Killians. I hadn't had a Killians in a minute. He was drinking some Killians and had a and had a big, big newspaper spread of crabs. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, you and, know and what I'm saying? You could that's love right there, that's love right there. I did the same thing and i just did crab lead. I didn't retire from crabs. Since. Now if I come to your crib and you got crabs, i eat them. But if I'm buying, give me the crab legs. There's less work I got to do to get Bruh. to that meat. You know what I'm saying? Bad. But I'm going to give me a beer with it. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. So I, I ain't gave up on crabs. I just want to buy them. Give me the crab yeah. legs all day.
0: All right, that's a fight I'd rather not have.
1: <laughs> no doubt. Brian Wilson, another beer drinker. Tim. My man Tim, you can't forget Tim Thoner, man. Tim is that dude. Tim, Tim is like if there's a dude, as much as I'm in the sports bar, Tim is at a brewery. Every time, yeah. look, Tim's gonna do one or two. Tim's gonna do one or two things. He gonna be at a brewery, or he gonna be somewhere at a gambling table. A Respect. Pulpit, do your yeah. thing, brother. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's that's my dude right there. Yeah. So shout out to Tim Thoner. And all the rest of the cats, man. about bad we forgot, my cousin Jay Huntley, all of y'all. Now, we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. If you're listening to yep. us for the first time or the eighth time, and if you're not part of the Sports Bar Podcast group on Facebook, we call it the SBP, please join us. It's for all your sports talk. But like I say, we do talk TV and movies, all of that. That's, that's what we do. If it's entertaining, we're going to post that, too.
0: And so it's some
1: great clips. Hip-hop is our thing. Definitely hip-hop. Um, Source has some great comedy clips that get posted. We need more comedy clips, cause that made my day the other day. Thanks, you know, shout out to Source, uh, to all the guys with the comedy clips. They made my day uh, seeing those the other day. I, you know, Cat Williams the whole nine. So it is what it is. Yeah. We're gonna catch y'all next week, as always. Thanks for listening to the SVP. We up out of here. Peace.
0: yep